Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I am your host, Derek L. Calhoun, the author of Press Into the Power. I hope you're enjoying this music that we have. Uh, This song is called Miracle from Sylvia Jones' latest music project, which is available online wherever music is sold or streamed. Or you can reach out to her on her website, www.sylviajones.com, helping you experience God's presence through contemporary worship. Listen, uh, before we get started today, I want to bring you just a quick note from our sponsor, Distinction Inc. Do you need custom t-shirts or hoodies? Look no further than Distinction Inc. From screen printing to embroidery, Distinction Inc. provides high-quality apparel and promotional items with stress-free customer service. Distinction Inc. also provides competitive pricing, especially for nonprofit organizations and churches. If you have any upcoming projects, they would love to earn your business and exceed your expectation. You can request a quote by visiting www.distinctioninc.com. Distinction Inc. We deliver results that make you say, wow. All right, let's get ready for the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. Hey, hey, Kip Nation. How you doing today? Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I hope you are making this your drive time podcast. Please, as you listen, make sure you share this podcast with your friends and family. It will bless you and it will bless them. And hopefully they will take the time to share it and bless others. All right. Listen, I want to get right into the word of God and just just kind of ask a question, because I think many people in this season are struggling. You're going through times of feeling abandoned by God. But I want to let you know that God will never leave you nor forsake you. He will be with you always, even until the end of the world. You're feeling like the vision or the purpose that God has given you or showed you, whether it was in a dream or whether it was prophetically, is not going to come to pass. But if God said it, it shall come to pass. He's not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of God that he needs to repent. So I'm saying to you, we need to understand that God will fulfill his word. His word will not return unto him void. So we need to be prepared to believe God against all odds. Can you believe God with me against all odds? Maybe you feel shackled by the wages of sin. But let me tell you something. God died on the cross. Jesus was God in the flesh. He died on the cross for the remission of our sins that we might be set free from our sins and that God might deliver us so that we can be used for a season and a time just like this. I get it. I get it. But we got to wake up. We got to rise above the noise. And that's what I want to talk about today. Rise above the noise with a new testament church and we must rise above the noise the first thing that we have to do to rise above the noise and i'm gonna give you number one then i'm gonna talk a little bit and i'll give you two and three at the end but let's get this in our spirit commit to god number one commit to god 
The enemy will use people unbeknownst to themselves to try to negate that commitment through word. When we were talking about cancel culture, I spoke last week about Jesus uh, teaching in the synagogue and the people literally turning against him as he was reading from the book of Isaiah, the spirit of the Lord was upon him. The people turned against him. And at first they were enamored. They were, you know, blessed. They they thought the, that the greatest thing had come unto them. And then someone yelled out, is this the carpenter's son? Yes, he is the carpenter's son in the natural. But he was the son of God in the spirit realm. And many times people see who you are naturally. They see who you are based on who you were. They see who you are based on what you did. They see who you are based on what you said. They see who you are based on how you fell. But they don't see who you are based on how you have recovered, based on how God has reconciled you, based on how God has changed you, based on the circumstances that have brought you from that low ebb to this point in your life. So you have to know who you are in Christ Jesus, our Lord. You have to know who you are. So they will use a negative remarks that do not reflect who you are in the natural, but you have to know who you are in the spirit realm. Isolation is the next tactic, feeling alone. More than often, you will feel alone in your quest to fulfill the will of God. Why? Because this isn't a crowd exercise. This isn't a people exercise. This isn't your family exercise. This assignment that you have has been given to you by God and God alone. So sometimes you are alone in a crowd, but more often just alone because this assignment you have does not belong to the world. It belongs to you. Jesus did not come into the earth seeking the world's approval. And we can't look for the world's approval on God's assignment because they didn't get the assignment. So they can't give you approval on something they have not received or something they have no knowledge of. Let me use this quick example, because John, even when Jesus told John to baptize him, John was like, I'm the one that needs to be baptized. John was his friend and his cousin, his family member, but he did not understand the assignment of Jesus, even though. This same John leaped in his mother's womb. His mother was Elizabeth. When Mary came into the room with Jesus in her womb, John leaped. But this was a spiritual interaction. But in the natural, John did not totally understand the will of God because all he had was his own personal assignment. And that was to baptize people and then to finally baptized the son of a living God so that we too would understand what God is doing in our life. So people can know you without understanding your assignment. Like Jesus, who is the word, if we read the word, we too have been granted both approval by God and granted access by God. Jesus was told this, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased, Matthew 3:17. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water and at that moment, heaven was open and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love 
with whom I am well pleased. Now, if you are waiting for the voice of God to crack the sky and the spirit of God to descend on you like a dove, you can forget about it. This is not how this works. It's not that kind of party. That moment, that apostolic moment was assigned to the son of man. However, that moment is significant for us because as he was given approval and as he was granted authority through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the Spirit of God descending on him like a dove. He is the head of the body. We are members of the body. So we too have approval. We too have authority. Can the head have approval and authority and the body not walk in that same anointing? No, they walk together for the head and the body are one. So If we are truly born again, we are connected to the head who was approved by the Father and granted authority in the presence of the Holy Spirit. The church of the living God, the body that is connected to the head, has approval. The church of the living God has been given jurisdictional authority through the power of the Holy Spirit that lives in you and lives in me and lives in us. Access is granted to the secret place that is above the white noise of the world. Let's pause for a minute to identify white noise. What is white noise? White noise is noise containing many frequencies with equal intensities. White noise refers to the noise that contains all frequencies across the spectrum of audible sound in equal measure. So it's like hearing everything, the the voices and the clamor of the world at the same time. Because white noise spans multiple bands of sound, it's sometimes referred to as broadband noise. Anecdotally, people often liken white noise to the static that comes from an untuned radio or television. The body, watch this, the body has to be tuned into the head, Jesus Christ, who is tuned into the Father, instead of tuned into the world, who is tuned into the prince of the air, the devil. White noise is the conflicting sounds of the world, the devil, and self-competing fleshly desires, including the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. The same three things that brought Adam and Eve down in the garden are the same three things that attack us in the earth. But God gave us his son and the blood of Jesus to overcome these things. Some people use white noise to put themselves to sleep. And many people are using white noise and cancel culture to cancel your influence, to cancel your anointing, to cancel the vision that God has put on you, to cancel your purpose, to cancel your ministry, to cancel your marriage, to cancel your belief in what your family has the potential to be, to cancel your entrepreneurial vision. But we must learn to stand in the midst of cancel culture we must rise above the white noise so while some people are sleeping we the body of christ must wake up the body is being summoned today look with me at ephesians 5 14b the second part of verse 14 through 21 the niv new international version this is why it is said wake up sleeper rise from the dead 
Christ will shine upon you. Be careful how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understanding what the Lord's will is. We all must understand what the will of the Lord is for your life, and you must not allow the enemy to snatch his will from your spirit. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery, parties, revelries, craziness. Instead, be filled with the spirit, speaking to one another with psalms and hymns and songs from the spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God for the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Even when we go through rough patches and hard times, even when you seem to fall into sin, we all sin and fall short of God's glory, but we can't stay falling. We must get up. That's why the blood was shed so we can get up so that we can rise above the noise. Let me step back a moment because Ephesians 5, 16 and 14 even reads like a manual, a manifesto for dealing with white noise. This manual was given to the New Testament church thousands of years ago so we could be ready when the time comes. And I'm telling you, Kip Nation, the time is now. We can't afford to be asleep. I'm going to read the first few verses before verse 14 and let you hear what I'm saying. Listen to how this reads as a treatise, as a manifesto, as a manual about how to overcome white noise. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of the light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And, listen, find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. That is why it is said again, wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead. Wake up, church, rise from the dead. Wake up, Kip Nation, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. We need that Peter anointing found in Acts 12, 6 and 7. The night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound by sin, bound with two chains. I just kind of ad lib there to give you that, that extra boost. And sentries stood guard at the entrance. So there were two soldiers next to him, people guarding the door where there are open doors of opportunity. There will always be many adversaries. But watch this. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side, woke him up. Quick, get up, he said, and the chains fell off Peter's wrist. Today, God wants the chains to fall off our wrist. Sin cannot hold us. We must possess our birthright and walk in the dominion that God gave the human race 
from the very beginning of time. Let me finish what we started earlier and let's close. Number two, commit to casting off the restraints of sin and use the power of repentance to overcome the enemy. Use your tongue. Speak life over your situation. Number three, finally, if we are committed to God, we have to walk in submission to the will of God. Submission, submit to the will. Submission, submission to the will of God according to scripture. So here's some things that will help fill in that, that void. A, keep praying and speaking life when you are surrounded by death. Remember the power of death and life is in the tongue and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof or reap the consequences of what you speak. So speak life out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. So read the word, write it on the tables of your heart so that you can speak life out of the abundance of your heart. Believe God against all odds. Rise above the white noise to hear his voice. Cancel the assignment of the enemy. Rise above cancel culture. They cannot squelch the power of God that is in you. See, believe in the power of God, in the midst of confusion, in the midst of doubt, and even lack he will deliver us. The Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. And we too will be given the power like Jesus when they were getting ready to kill him, when they brought him to a cliff to push him off, which was capital punishment of that day. The Bible says he slipped through the crowd. He stayed focused on his mission and continued to perform the will of God all the way to the cross. Let God use you, church rise above the noise you have been listening to the kingdom influencing podcast i am your host derek l calhoun be blessed and remember to go and influence the nations